Hey guys, welcome to the Equip Podcast. Equip is a ministry at Austin Ridge Bible Church, which exists to educate and equip our men and women to live out God's design for life, relationships, work, and ministry. We offer live training events, classes, podcasts, and roundtable video discussions, which cover a variety of topics and give you practical tools for your faith. To learn more about getting equipped at Austin Ridge, visit www.austinridge.org forward slash equip. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Equip Podcast. I'm Caitlin, a new member of the Equip team here at Austin Ridge, and I'm so excited to join you as we begin this new season of Roundtable Discussions. This season, we'll hear from Joey Ryder, Jeff Moore, and Lori Winkomplek each week as they discuss what it looks like to be a Christ follower in 2020. Joey is our groups and equipping pastor, Jeff is the worship and discipleship pastor, and Lori is a women's ministry teacher and former educator, and is currently involved in various teaching environments at Austin Ridge. In today's episode, they discuss the importance of being Christ-centered and led by God's Word as we navigate the different roles God has placed on our lives. In the midst of the busyness of life and the ever-changing tide of culture, it's a timely reminder to anchor our hearts and minds in God's truth. I was encouraged and challenged by their discussion today, and I hope you are too. Now, here's Joey, Jeff, and Lori. Well, this is really cool, being around here in this new set. Uh, It's uh, bright. Much I like it. And uh, Nathan and his crew spent hours uh, doing this, which we're grateful for, and and, uh, got some cool swag up there. What happened with all the pictures? The pictures just disappeared. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's pretty funny. Um, we, uh, I gave a tour to a buddy of mine who came in town, and uh, he, I took him down to the old where the old set mm-hmm. was set up. And he's like, I legitimately thought you guys were just hanging out in someone's dining room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kudos to you all for making it look like That's that. That's what I yeah. was going to say. Um, but we have a new stage. Uh, so if you couldn't mm-hmm. tell, we don't have a flat wall. We've got this mm-hmm. corner wall. Okay, enough about that. Yeah. So this is season three, and uh, it's going to be a little different. So it's going to be the three of us. We thought we literally want to just capture us having a conversation, mm-hmm. and so I think um, we 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 are not experts. I mean, we we sure. might uh, have have uh, roles in teaching at our church, but we we're are opinionated. Still, we're not experts. That, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and so, Good distinction. We yes. just felt like this season we wanted to sit around and just um, hash this out mm-hmm. and process, and so. Um, that's what we're going to do. Sure. So we can still be reached via podcast, Austin Ridge Equip. I think is what it is. And then um, obviously uh, via video. So our social media platforms on Thursdays and then Austin slash roundtables. So there you go. This season, we thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about what it means to be a Christ follower in 2020. Um, and as we live in this day and age, and there's lots of things that are happening that are going on, and how do we process these things as Christ followers? And so uh, that's what we're going to talk about. But it, to set the stage, so to speak, we at Austin Ridge have identified what we believe to be seven core values of a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've got I've to read them, believe it or not. Okay. I, I don't have them memorized. Uh, but what they are is being Christ-centered, being led by God's Word, inauthentic relationships, being prayer-dependent. Wait, in, inauthentic relationships? Yeah, we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, living generously, being outward-focused, and being multipliers. Yeah, inauthentic. We, in we all, participating space. in that's yeah. right, but it is it's written yeah. in. I didn't want somebody like turn the thing off right then. Well, and go, that's what true. Yeah, well, it's, it's, actually, it's a cliffhanger because it, it's oh, like, wait sorry. a second, <laughs> I can be in fake relationships. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, you know, what do you think right. about that, Lord? No, and no, yeah, here we go. Um, so today we're going to cover two. We're going to cover Christ-centered and led by God's word. All right. So when I say 
Christ follower. Well, can we go back real quick yes, before we do that? Go for it. What's the point of a list of core values to begin with? Yeah, good question. I mean, how would you just as a as I mean, a church? We're, we're the or? professional Christians here. Right. You're a part of the church body who's been in church forever. What is the purpose of even having a list of core values? Well, I think it helps to um, narrow our focus a little bit. Mm. I think we can get overwhelmed mm. with all the things. Mm. And I think narrowing it down to seven core values helps me as I'm evaluating situations in my life, relationships in my life, whatever it is, to yeah. think, okay, do I have to read everything about everything mm -hmm. in order to make a decision on this? Mm -hmm. Or can I maybe just look at what yeah. what does my local church, what does my body of believers say are maybe the seven things yeah. to kind of sieve this through? Yeah. yeah, and I would say there, I would say these particularly these seven are are when you look at them from a theological standpoint. Uh, for example, when we do partnership interviews, mm -hmm. we get a lot. Um, hey, I'm not confident in my relationship with the Lord because I'm not acting it out or I'm not living it out. And when we come back to these things, we what we're going to discover is um, th these are things we want to act out, but we're not perfect in. Yeah. And so these are marks of a hmm. pursuit of yeah. being a Christ follower yeah. and living out being a Christ follower. And, and this is the kind of church that we want to be. Yeah, yeah, like when people yeah. talk about Austin Ridge, you think of Austin Ridge. You want them to think, man, that church is just Christ-centered. Mm -hmm. Well, that happens when right. each individual person is viewing their life through that grid. Like, yeah. am I Christ-centered? How am I? How's it showing up? Is it showing up? You know, mm -hmm. what area? Because we can't be that kind of church if we don't have that kind of people. Because like we talked about last season, the church is the people. Yeah. You know, it's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. So. yeah, and so I guess the idea behind the next couple episodes covering these seven is it's a platform for these topical conversations that we're going to have, yeah. you know, so when we bring up, um, things like, uh, being a Christ follower and being a, a mom, dad, husband, wife, mm -hmm. or being a Christ follower and being single, um, being a Christ follower and being Democrat or Republican. Oof. Ooh. Are we going to do that one? Too soon, too late. I'm not sure which. <laughs> we'll, no we'll, good time. Yeah. We'll, we'll find <laughs> no out. Um, yeah. Being a Christ follower and, and, uh, not being weird. Uh, being a Christ follower without being the black sheep in the family. Uh, we can label and have put our identity in those things, but the reality of it is that's not our identity. Right. Our identity isn't singlehood. Our identity isn't mom, dad, husband. It's we are, Our identity is in Christ. Uh, it's being a Christ follower. And so the platform we're setting here is these seven, talking about these seven core values. Well, I'm really excited about that because that's kind of where the rubber meets the road is mm -hmm. being a, Christ follower while also being blank on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. And I think that's where transformation, that's where sanctification mm. really takes place in our lives mm -hmm. is when we have that, you called it a grid, I called it a sieve, some people call it a lens, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, when we're viewing our life and our actions and our choices through those, yeah. through those core values. Okay. So when I say Christ-centered, what comes to mind? What do you think when we say Christ-centered? Mm. Ladies first is always. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, I just think about it almost from a physical perspective. Like every life has a center that everything orbits around. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's kind of, I think of it as an axis, mm -hmm. right? And, and we, all, we all have something that we orbit around. We all right. have a center and it's either going to yeah. be Christ or it's going to be something, something else. else. right? And so... I personally think it's one of those things that's extremely important to think about because I am centered on something. Mm -hmm. Just that mentality yeah. helps me be more Christ-centered. Yeah, that's kind of was my response when I was thinking through that idea of Christ-centered was um, 
typically I'm going to be centered around me. Right. The world revolves around me. Uh, I'm very self-focused. <laughs> like pre-Christ, yeah, like sure. before I came to know the Lord, yeah. I was the center of my universe. And then it's always going to be a struggle even after coming to know the Lord. The Bible calls this uh, like the, our flesh, our leftovers right. from when uh, we we didn't have the Holy Spirit in us. Right. Um, but now Galatians 2.20 says that we've been crucified in Christ. It's not I who no longer live. I no longer live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And now, to your point, a new center. Yeah. I mean, the idea of abiding mm -hmm. to me is really, really mm -hmm. prevalent in that, but we can overemphasize that to the point, I think, a lot of times where it's like, well, just me and Jesus, and that's all. Mm -hmm. That's all I need, me and Jesus. Well, it was never good enough. It was never good mm -hmm. for man to be alone. There's always right. pr the purpose of community and whatever God has established for our flourishing as believers. The, the, the key one, the reason we're going with this one first, is just that Christ-centered abiding, you know, trust, dependent, daily desperate dependence yeah. on right. uh, Jesus specifically. We can't live out. You know, it's common and popular to always say, "Well, you know, I'm just." I live out the commands of Jesus, and I live. There's no way. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can do that apart from an abiding relationship in Jesus, and that's what I think we mean is is being Christ centered. So right? why? So why? What? Why? Why be Christ centered? Like mm -hmm. I, I think when I, when you were talking, I just kept thinking how when I live a self centered life, mm -hmm. um, things don't go well. We make really crummy gods. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. so. Um, not just to be Christ-centered for all the benefits that come with that, but in reality, like when we're not Christ-centered, things do not, things yeah. don't go well. But but why yeah. why else? Why what's the purpose of being Christ-centered? Yeah, but yeah, because it's not just so we don't end up in the ditch. Right. I mean, that's that's not what he right. came, lived, died, and resurrected for was to right. just keep us out of the ditch. <laughs> right. You know. But well, I think it does I think help. if, if, <laughs> if we're thing. not Christ-centered then we're getting tossed about mm -hmm. by the waves. Whatever mm -hmm. is the popular thing, whatever is the easy right. thing right. to be centered around, yeah. it, that's going to change mm -hmm. from sometimes from week to week in in our world and you're just you're just getting tossed mm -hmm. back and forth and back and forth and you know the, the truth of God's word being Christ-centered is the the only axis, the only orbit that's going to keep me mm -hmm. from having to chase whatever the latest and greatest thing yeah. is yeah. Yeah. to center my life so around. I think mm -hmm. about, you know, this is one of those things that we can overplay. You know, Brad's always saying it's Jesus plus nothing. That's about our salvation. Mm -hmm. Post-salvation, it's a Christ-centeredness in the plus everything else. Right, you know what I mean? Right, it's not right. that anything of that adds to our salvation, but that's what... Uh, it reminds us that we're saved. It it, it shows others mm. the just the centrality of Christ in our lives. It reminds us. Mm. Of, yeah. I mean, all those things just work together, and it's I don't yeah. know. It, it it is hard to explain though, because yeah. I think it's such a simple concept at the root of it. It's yeah. hard to really yeah unpack it. Well, and I think uh, let's pull some threads out like that need to be like to understand. Yeah, like if someone's yeah. saying, okay, well, how do I be Christ-centered? What do I do? Right. Like, I think the first thing that comes to mind is like a surrender, uh -huh. mm -hmm. this lordship concept of like, mm -hmm. okay, I have to come to the realization that I am jacked up and mm -hmm. I make a crummy God. And so there's this humility, this surrender to Jesus as Lord. Um, what are what other threads come from to help someone understand what it means to be, to be Christ-centered? For me, it's... It's a mindset. Mm. You know, we, we get those set your mind mm. sort of things. Right. Um, you know, I've heard it said a thousand times that you can 
your calendar and your checkbook, that mm. those things will tell you whether or not you're Christ-centered. And I, and I think to an extent that That's is not, true. not true. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. not true. <laughs> but, but it's really, for me, it's my thought life. Yeah. Yeah. It's the mindset. It's the intentionality yeah. of um, what that means. Right. So if you look at my calendar... You may or may not know if I am Christ-centered. Mm. If you look at my checkbook, you may or may not know. Yeah. If you look at my checkbook, you're going to think I'm HEB-centered because yeah. <laughs> that's right. where I spend <laughs> right. seemingly uh, all of my time and money. Yeah. Right. However, um, it's it's what my mindset is when I'm in aisle six. Right. Mm. It's what my mindset is. Aisle six Christianity. That's <laughs> right. As I am nice. as yeah. I'm driving carpool. Right. Yeah, so to me, really being good. Christ-centered is more about my mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my thought life. Yeah. So t- take a situation. So like you know you're sitting. I don't know whether it be even like a, a move or a job change or I mean like these practical kind of things and. I like the word lens that you used earlier, you know, so you're sitting here saying, okay, like what's happening when we're Christ-centered? You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to even help someone process that. I think what's happening is that we're, we're taking our thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. We're being aware of... Yeah. I'm, what our own feelings yes, and yes. how they're fleeting and, you yes. know, and, and just recognizing that maybe, right? And, and I then, think it's creating margin. Mm, right. Um, it, it takes time. And you were talking about abiding. The root word of abide yeah. is the word abode, mm-hmm. yeah. which if you read old Victorian novels just means someone's home, right? Like where, let's where we live. go yeah. through yeah. the forest right. to my abode. And I think that's... That's great. Yeah, that's it. We have to live there. Yes. It has to be our right. home. Yeah. Right. You can't just choose every once in a while and selective Christ-centeredness. Like right. it is a, it, it just becomes part of your every, and I think this is gonna help us because the second one today is led by God's word. Right. And I think in order, when I, when I was even thinking about asking that question about what's it mean, what's happening, what, what's our processing like, what's going through our mind and our heart, when it comes to being Christ-centered, what helps us the most mm-hmm. is the recognition, understanding of what God's word says. Mm-hmm. And that's why we say, Studying it is so good. So, so let's you know what is the what is okay if Christ centered is step one, hmm. a centering, and and God's word fuels it. What 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 does it mean by being led by God's word? What you know what keeps us from it? What, what things are difficult? Yeah. we kind of in that, yeah. that zone. I mean, I think you know fear. A lot of people's like, mm-hmm. I just want to be in God's word more. Well, you know, the obvious answer is okay. So do that. Right. But it's like, well, I, I don't know how. But no one wants to just say that. I don't know yeah. how. So there's fear of getting into it and not knowing what to do. There's fear of letting you know that right. I might need some help with that, which right. is insecurity, yeah. which leads to anxiety, which yeah. leads us, is what leads us into every other Because everyone's like, I know I'm a Christ follower, and I know I go to a Bible church, and I know that I should be in the Bible, and so I'm not going to say out loud yeah. that I'm not in it or right. don't want to be. Or, right. or you know, the other thing is you know, almost so, well, I am in church, you know, yeah. two and a half Sundays a month, <laughs> and I'm getting that, and I go to a men's right. or a women's thing, and so I'm right. getting it there, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. But man, I just, man, it's so fun. Like, one of the most fun things for me to hear in the whole D groups thing is when people are getting into their, getting into their Bible for themselves and they're learning and they start seeing something and then they take Brad's challenge to read ahead when they get the email. And then mm-hmm. they come to Sunday mm-hmm. listening yeah. for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a guy a couple weeks ago, uh, Brad was in John 19 maybe. And uh, we're talking about Pilate and Pilate's, um, if it's not John 19, edit that out, but uh, <laughs> we're talking about Pilate and, um, you know, Pilate kind of acknowledges, you know, I've, I've said what I said kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and my buddy was just like waiting for Brad to tackle that. And Brad, you know, you can't cover every little right. nuance right. In, a, in a 40 minute talk. Right. Uh, and he was so bummed. 
because he had been waiting for four days because <laughs> yeah. he had read yeah. and studied and had his ideas and his opinions. That's what we want showing up on for Sunday sure. is people sure. like that that are just like, yeah. if that play doesn't get called, yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're mad about the game right. kind right. of thing because it's like, man, it's so fulfilling and so challenging for Brad, for you, for me, for whoever is in front to know that, man, our people are engaged. Yeah. Like They're that engaged that they're yeah. waiting to see what we're going to say about yeah. this. I do think fear plays a role, though, of why people don't study their Bible on their own, Absolutely, read their yeah. Bible on their own. And I was thinking about, you know, so I have, I'm a teacher by training and trade, and I taught high school for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I took a lot of education classes. Um, you learn the pedagogy, you learn the uh-huh. pedagogy is the study of teaching, yeah, I love the that study word. of education, <laughs> right? And so you learn all this stuff and it all goes out the window mm-hmm. the first day you're in front mm-hmm. of a class. Yeah. And the only way you really learn how to be a good teacher mm. is just by getting in there and yeah. doing it. Yeah. And I sometimes think studying God's word is the same way. Yeah. We get sort of mm. like, well, I don't, yeah. I'm not ready. I haven't taken enough classes yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on education or Bible. And you could take all the classes that you want, but until you jump in, yep. you're not going to know the richness mm-hmm. that That's, comes from just trying it out. I was just telling my uh, men's group I'm, I'm a part of on Wednesday mornings, and I was. <clears throat> they were asking me my sermon prep and I, you know, they expected me to come with this seminarian approach right. to, you know, uh, different methods and whatnot. And I literally opened up the word. Uh, I, I actually printed out on a piece of paper so I can write a bunch of notes and I literally just, just fill it with questions. Mm-hmm. All I have is, I just like, I have I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. And if you don't know what that means, just, just write it down. Right. And then put it down, you know, and just, you know, uh, come back to it and just keep asking questions, you know, seek out really solid resources. You can probably find some good resources somewhere on our page. Um, But don't Google it. But don't. Yeah, well, that's that's true. And (laughs) yes, we need to probably publish something like here are some trusted sites to look at. Yeah, some answers for your questions. In this book right here. Hey, look at that. Wow, look at that. Disciple making. It just happened to be there. Yeah, right above you so you can point to it. (laughs) Nice. That's true. That's true. Um, Real quick, though, going back to, I mean, I think we need to do a little bit of foundation Mm -hmm. groundwork here. So led by God's Word. God's Word. Uh, 2 Timothy Mm -hmm. 3.16 is God-breathed. And I love that because it literally... He breathed it into existence with these authors over uh, 1,500, 1,600 years, mm-hmm. and um, we literally have the heart and mind of God mm-hmm. sitting in our laps. Yeah. And when I say that, and when I realize that, I go back to five minutes ago when I said I sometimes don't feel like doing it. It's like a chore, and it makes me feel like, oh my, how could I say right. that? How could I feel that? Yeah. Um, because it's so... It's so amazing, so life-giving, and it's the way in which we have this personal connection, this intimate relationship with God, because we get to hear His heart. Yeah, and I think this one, um, this is kind of one of those, like, these first two, they're not interchangeable. Yeah. They kind of are. It it, it all starts with Christ. Right. All starts with Christ and our relationship to Him by grace through faith alone and Him alone for salvation, and that's that's where it begins. How do we know that yeah. from God's Word? That's right. what I was just about to say, is yep. that God's Word, being led by God's Word, mm-hmm. is so important because the Bible is how we know what to believe about God. Mm-hmm. And we, in, in our generation, have so many voices yeah. telling us, well, this is true of God, and this is true of God, and this yeah. is true of God. Right. The, the Bible is the only thing that's true right. of mm-hmm. God. Right. And, and you, you've you got to know what it says. And yeah. 
I think one of the things that's really been revolutionary for me just in the last couple of years is just remembering that as I read the Bible, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Bible is about God, and so many times I open up the Bible and I go, "Well, that wasn't like a magic, useful. Like a magic like it eight didn't, ball. It didn't you know, like, speak to me yeah, at all." Right, right. Well, that's because it's not about no carpool principles me. in that passage. Exactly, <laughs> and just the whole concept that has changed my my love of God's word yeah. is it's the Bible is about Him, yeah. and as I get to know Him, yeah. that's what. Posture changes, oh, Christ centeredness, so more Christ centeredness. Yeah. And there's a what I say to people is like it's lifting your your sights down here on yourself, mm-hmm. and when you lift it up and see mm-hmm. Him, then everything else, you know, it doesn't get yeah. taken care of. And but it, in your posture, and here's the thing: I'll, I may harp on this on everyone, so I'm just sure. just forewarned. <laughs> the way we do that is yeah. with other people. So I mean, not to community is really in authentic relationship. I'm in trouble really, when we get to that one. That's the one I struggle well, with. Totally, I know, but that's the thing. But but I also know you well enough to know that you do this well. I mean, you're 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 not sitting in your yeah, little but I make cubby myself and do deciding it. <laughs> what all these things mean on your own. Right. And I mean, you're still doing right. that in community. You're wrestling with what the text says in community. You're wrestling with uh, am, is my life reflecting these things in accountability and those types of things. You're there on Sunday and learning with a larger body. So we're led by God's word. In community, it's mm-hmm. not that just like it's not just me and Jesus is enough. It's not just me and God's word is enough. So my little yeah. six a.m. or whatever time in God's word—that's a steady diet of that and that alone. Yep, is not it's what we mean by being led I, by God's I, word. Yeah, I was giving you a hard time about bringing up community so much, but it's actually this this one for sure so true because if we decide to interpret ourselves every heresy starts with some guy with (laughs) one good idea that he convinced himself was right for sure and so everyone uh we can't just say well i believe this and so i don't care what you think but psalm 1 uh blesses the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked oh yeah there we go counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but his delight delight, is in the law of the lord on his law he meditates day and night and then oh you didn't steal it. Mine's, well, mine's the next one the next of that. One. Well, well, the, here's the thing. The cool thing about that verse is, to me, one of the cool things we can miss is all the other things are also done in community. Yeah. Like he's walking in the way of sinners. He's sitting in the seat mm. of scoffers. Like all mm. those other things. Like Sinners? Like we're de- yeah. we designed for community. Yeah. yeah. And if we don't do community the way yeah. God the, has shown us right. and designed us to work, we're right. going to find a replacement for that. Okay, yeah. but let me challenge you on that because if I'm in community, mm. but I am not personally in God's word. Totally. Then I I'm not standing on the foundation of His Word. Yeah, no, I am depending on, on the people around me. Yeah, so, so your community plea is not one way. It's definitely yeah, a, for sure. Yeah, it goes yeah. both ways. We're, we're to the, sharpen one another. Right? The second yeah. part of that verse says, "If you delight in the law of the Lord," which mm. at the time that that psalm was written, that was the only word of God they had was the law. Right. It, we can translate law of the Lord yeah. into his word. So we now have a fuller testament. But yeah. um, the next verse says that person will be like a tree, mm. yeah. firmly planted, planted right. by streams of water, yeah. producing good fruit in yeah. season. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I want to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be the person who is firmly planted, and that's what God's word does, mm-hmm. By streams of water, that's what God God's word does. It feeds me, it nourishes me, so that yeah. I can mm-hmm. produce good fruit in season. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. I love the first half of that verse, but the second yeah. verse is what motivates yeah. me. Yeah, that's good. That actually is what it says, too. I checked her. Oh, good. Yeah, that is what it says. Yeah, I have to read it. She has it memorized. That's, <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite verses. Um, I only bring up the verses I have memorized. <laughs> nice. Pro, okay, right, I'm going to write that down. There you go. Um, Don't be like Joey. Any Joey. lasting encouragement, you know, when we think about Christ-centeredness or led by God's word, anything we need to clean up or anything we need to make sure we're, we're paying attention to or encouragement to people listening or watching? I would just say um, that for me, one of the drawbacks to being Christ-centered and being, not drawbacks, one of the things that I struggle with mm. in being Christ-centered and being led by God's word is time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can make that excuse pretty easily is that I don't really have time to be in God's word. I don't have time to to consult his word on all of these things right. and... I will use that as an excuse mm. a little bit. Yeah. And it's so funny how, yeah. funny, yeah. how when I'm not in God's word, I get me-centered yeah. really, really, yeah. really quickly. Well, and, and so it takes humility. It takes time. Yeah. It takes what you were talking about, mm -hmm. um, sort of that that devotion and that meditating right. and making myself do it whether I want to or yeah. not. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Christ-centered one has other excuses for not doing it. I don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Every other one of these, we, time could be the excuse. Right. Yeah. It probably is the excuse for, yeah. for me yeah. if I'm not going to do it. I just don't, man, I, I didn't have time to pray this morning. Yeah. I don't have time for my small group this week. Yeah. I don't have time to, you know, be investing in somebody else for the purpose of multiplying another disciple. I don't have time to share. Yeah. That one works for everything. everything. It's like the, it's like the solve it excuse, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what good. we got to be careful of. That's good. Well, I think we did, we did all right. Yeah. I think we did all right. We, we had some good questions of each other and I learned today. Thanks guys. I wouldn't right. be Christ-centered. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Equip Podcast. If you have a question for us or feedback on the show, feel free to email us at equip at austinridge.org. Also check out our website at austinridge.org forward slash equip if you're interested in finding more resources or attending one of our equip events this semester. Finally, don't forget to share and subscribe. We hope you join us again next time.